I am joined by the former Alexander Wolf, Axel Fisher. Uh, we're going to be talking about his WWE career, what's next, uh, everything in between. Uh, um, so I, I know you have already said your contract's not expiring. You weren't released, or I'm sorry, your, your contract is expiring. You weren't released. Uh, you seem like a pretty optimistic guy and it, you know, it, it stinks being let go, but is that, you know, is that like a good way to have it happen? Like where they're not just outright letting you go. They kind of gave you away off of TV and you, you're still, you know, technically being paid for those days like how what are your thoughts now that you've had a little bit more time to think about it uh basically i'm, I'm not i'm sad of course because who wants to get let go or wants to get released however you want to say it but um it is what it is and especially now i think it's almost like two weeks ago when i got the message and i'm really calm or I was pretty calm when I got the message because, you know, it's it's a part of the business. It's nothing personal. It's never personal or you should never think it's personal because, you know, it's it, uh, it's about if they want to continue the investment in my talent or not. And they decided they do not want to do it. And I'm fully aware how, like, the business aspect of WWE or in general wrestling works. So yeah, that's their decision. And I kind of can be like sour and sad and mad or angry and just, you know, uh, cry a river and just, you know, be miserable. But uh, life is too short and too beautiful to, to be that way. And also I'm very aware of what I can do and what I like, what my talent is and what my, you know, what I can do for a company, what kind of an asset I can be. And I know for sure that that's not uh, the finish for me. It's not over. And even with or without WWE, I will be a successful uh, pro wrestler. I will make my way. Um, even not with the WWE flag waving, I, I'm very uh, confident enough to say that I will find my place again somewhere else. And I'm also confident enough to say that I am aware of my abilities to you know keep on going and that's what i will do i will keep going and i will still um, be an active part in the ring also will try out some side projects i had in my mind all over the month and years and yes now is the best time to do this so instead of just you know whining and complaining i believe i do not have the time for that i need to be active i need to hustle now more than before and yeah it is what it is but i'm super positive about it and I can't wait to see what comes next in my future. What do you, like I mentioned, you, you seem like uh, an optimistic guy. And even, you know, you mentioned you, you could see the, the positive, if that's the right way to put it, of working with your friends on the way out. You know, you said you could be sour about it and complain yeah. on the way out, but you're choosing to focus on the positives and talk about how it helps me to progress or like just you know, what do you, what do you attribute? Like what makes you foot? Like, do you have to concentrate on focusing on the positive? Is it somebody, you know, no. showed you that like a mentor, like anything like that? Um, no, I think it's the way I treat life in general. 
sometimes and it's and it's it's human to be negative and sometimes to be positive but I like my choice is um to use all the knowledge which i got over the six years working with wwe and just understand the process that again it's not personal they did not release me because i was a dick or i was not too good to work with or i wasn't professional enough that's not the case the case was they had to do this because of uh, cut uh, cost cutting reasons because of the pandemic because they cannot operate how they would love to and i understand that um so basically when you so my mentality is the class is always half full and when you're concerned about bad things bad things will happen to you but when you when you concentrate when you focus on positive sides positive things will happen and it's maybe a part of my my belief how life goes but i always like went good with it especially in, in a in, in a time where you know negativity could like overwhelm you you have to stay strong and have to see the bright side of life the bright side is i can move back home i see more often than my best friends i can go back to my to my life i had before which was a good life plus i created a brand i had the chance to get the exposure under the ww umbrella i created uh six years of more uh more knowledge, more skill set, more abilities to maybe pass on to somebody, maybe use it as tools for myself, because WWE made me a better performer and a better wrestler. So I now have the time to create myself how I see myself, how I would love to get presented right now by myself. And nobody can tell me no, or nobody can say no, that's not what we do right now mm. and even if i had a great time in wwe you know you limited your uh, creativity process that the storyline is not making you the main character right now you just the sidekick or uh in that storyline you have to lose and you cannot continue going up because the other guy is choosing to go up. so and that's the part of wrestling but i feel like right now um I'm, I'm heading back to the independent circuit and you get booked by a promoter for a certain type of match or whatever. So I, I'm kind of my own boss again, working independently for promotions where I can present myself the way I see myself and the way, um, like the way I handle myself now with all the knowledge and can create something what I have in my head, what I have in my mind without that somebody can, you know, uh, tell me no that's not the right time for that or whatever it is mm -hmm. i i do want to say before i get into my next question i certainly appreciate the the approach that you do take like you you kind of mentioned you know if if you carry negative thoughts like it you know it's gonna really weigh on you and i think especially after the past year uh more people can you know, look to it as, you know, hope or inspiration or, yeah. you know, one guy that I, I will name, I, I like talking to a lot is Mike Bennett, who puts mm -hmm. a lot of positive stuff out there. So, yeah. you know, right, guys. I gravitate towards stuff like this and I wanted to say, I appreciate it. Um, Thank you. But moving forward, you just also referenced me, you know, having more control of your work. So, you've played two distinct distinctly different characters in ww you had sanity you had imperium moving forward now that you have more control what 
kind of misconception about your work do you want to fix or is there maybe a new area of work that you want to explore and put out there now um i think there was not really a misconception uh in the time when i portrayed those uh, characters um the misconception maybe would that i feel i wasn't get used properly uh in a way of that i was a little bit um yeah, like a lot of people say, like, I did not really have the chance to show what I'm capable of. And I would say yes and no, because I had times where I could show it, but I haven't shown it like everything. I had more time to showcase my skills, my my abilities, how to be in a, in a whole match more in NXT UK than all over the years before in NXT uh, in the States and in SmackDown. So, but which said also that character in Imperium was more me than the guy in Sanity, which was part of me. Because mm-hmm. when you have a character, in my belief, you have to get in this character and just put a little bit of truth in it, a little bit of your own persona. So it's the same when you see, I don't know, an actor plays a role, you will always see a Brad Pitt playing his role with a little bit of Brad Pitt, for example. That what I did with Alexander Wolf in Sanity and also Alexander Wolf in Imperium. But the Alexander Wolf in Imperium was more me because it was something from my past before I joined WWE. And also it's more the thing I look wrestling in it in a in a as a few like wrestling is art. And it's like with a with a with a with an artist who paints canvas, you know, so every artist has not the same painting skill. Every, everybody is different, and everybody's selling his pictures to a different audience. And the same as wrestling, but I see more like the the traditional wrestling style, like catch wrestling, just more like physical wrestling. However, you want to describe it more as my thing, and I like to do that more than an entertainment aspect with like dancing and singing around. So, which is also an aspect of it, but it's more entertainment. I'm more like on the pro wrestling side. Mm-hmm. So, but in the Alexander Wolf sanity version was more like the entertaining side because um, it, like the wrestling character as an Imperium wouldn't fit in the whole character of Alexander Wolf. So, yeah, I mean, in, in future wise, I probably will, will go a little bit back more to my roots to like pro wrestling, less entertainment, but also uh, with all those years right now, just being in, a, in the biggest pro wrestling entertainment company or more like sports entertainment company, just I created some knowledge which I also can use because sometimes you have to use different kind of tools to succeed. And that also, um, that's the plan like to go forward with just to, you know, have all like the tools and when I need to, you know, just be more entertaining, then I will do be more entertaining, but preferred I want to, get more back to the fund, uh, foundation of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I was just going to ask about that too. Like, it sounds like you want to, you know, go back to your roots, but maybe use a little bit of that entertainment side because, you know, using part of it and not abandoning it will help you and not. Yeah. So um, I do want to talk about sanity a little bit. I know you keep getting questions about it all the time and people want to ask what went wrong. And Mm -hmm. I want to stay on that positive side of things. Uh, 
you talked a little bit about it, like you learned and you, you, you took it as a, a learning tool, but what went right with the group for you? Like, what do you most remember about what, you know, what the benefit was, how it helped you? It helped me with, uh, first of all, uh, calling out four guys, my friends, like Nikki Cross, Karen Dane, Eric Young, and Sarah Fulton, who was uh, in the group uh, when we started. And I also like wrestled and toured before said it, he wasn't even mentioned. So you work together with, with four awesome people. And I learned a lot, like just being around those guys. So, which was super cool. Um, the second part of it was, uh, it was my exposure, my first really exposure for NXT television. So to get on the television product and also to learn how to kind of like work in the ring outside of the ring how we do like production wise creative wise you know they throw us something and we catch it and we do something with it and i hadn't had i uh, did not have the chance to to do that before they put me in the character or they gave me that character so i was just on, on house shows before that so in house was just you know life events so nothing really like big in production and then before that, I just had some some jobber matches before, so it was not big of a deal of a production. But now with like an on-screen character, you have to work uh, with the machine. You know, it's like a clockwork, and every gear has to be oiled and ready to go. Uh, and I learned like to to feel comfortable under under that type of pressure. Also, uh, on the positive side, we had like something unique going on and it went well till it got up to the main roster where they dropped the ball with it, whatever reason. Mm. Um, yeah, and I had the chance like to have something where people invested in and they gave me always like the feeling of like, yeah, okay, it's something special, even if it's just for, for a kid or for one guy, something special. It made me my day where I could say, okay, I achieved something. And it motivated me all the day and all the time, like to keep on going and just do it more and do better and, you know, become a better uh, performer and just, you know, always like try to go higher and higher and higher. So it was an awesome time. And also I had like a lot of fun with like all like the matches we had, especially the ones on TakeOver, where we had the chance to be creative enough to fit in like the vision of, hey, we, for example, the War Games match so many good wrestlers in there and we come in there we should not start to wrestle so we should bring the weapons in or something like just to you know mm -hmm. turn it up to 11 something mm -hmm. and we had the chance with a character to be those guys and to be like you know we had the liberty to to betray our, uh, like ourselves as this group and people bought it and that was good to see uh i i I know um, Eric has kind of talked about the the SmackDown issues with Sanity. Um, I, I'll do a cheap, a quick plug. Uh, if you guys want to check out his Wrestling Perspective podcast interview, he kind of talked about the uh, weird spiral of odd circumstances, and it just kind of was out of yeah. out of everybody's yeah. hands. You know, kind of yeah. explained it in in a you know again funny way i guess yeah a funny like not a positive way but he wasn't like overly negative about it it just kind yeah. of like here's what happened so yeah. uh eric you know has had a resurgence 
in impact wrestling and violent by design is kind of his own thing. And then you mentioned yep. Fulton, Madman Fulton is over there doing it. It feels like an evolution of what they each brought to sanity. Like, are you watching their respective work in impact, impact wrestling at all? Like I, I watch it over social media, but I do not watch uh, over the, the, the entire uh, like I think Fightful or whatever. Like I do not watch the weekly episodes, mm. but I watch over over Instagram. And then, again, I'm still like in, in contact with both of them. So yeah, happy to see them. Be be happy and can do stuff. So especially like Eli with Violent by Design. Like I said it in a lot of interviews before. Like he found his place where he could uh, be his own creation, and nobody will kind of like say to him hey, you cannot do this because they trust in his abilities and he's a genius in a lot of things. And basically what you see right now with Violent by Design is not only successful there, but also could have been on SmackDown. Mm. There's a lot of his stuff, what he says, what he preached, what he do, was a lot of that stuff, what we or what he was pitching uh, at SmackDown as well for Sanity. Like we had a lot of ideas and he was one of the main players in being very creative because all his years of experience in, in impact wrestling before and with Sawyer as well. With Sawyer was the thing that he was pretty new in wrestling. He was a little bit, uh, yeah, with Sawyer Fulton, um, he was, he was an NXT a couple of years. Uh, he just did something on television and then he finally finds something with sanity, but unfortunately he got injured and then they replaced him with Killian Dane. And in that time that was, you know, um, a cheap shot for him and he didn't felt any way like good with that and then finally what means finally but like finally he had the chance to go out uh, out of the wwe system and just start picking up with like doing independent shows and figure out himself what he want to do now he established himself one of the, the the big guy killers from impact wrestling and it seems like he's doing well and he, I, I think he's happy because he's also a positive dude and you know good to see him that he's progressing and that he's doing something with now his tag team partner and you know they use him which is good also and he's in the best place possible because he's also surrounded by so many great other guys and like influential guys they probably will help him uh become better yeah yeah i i do like his work i think they have a good thing going with him um and ace austin and yeah uh you know if, if I can kind of end this um, in summation. Is there a match that you would say, whether it's with Sanity or with Imperium or just in jet, maybe a moment where you really feel like it rep best represents your work as a whole in WWE? Like for any- Sanity, for sure, the War Games match, because we had the chance to, to, to change, up, change up the rhythm in the match with bringing the weapons in and then be creative with that. Also, sanity-wise, I would say the match where Sanity won the tag team titles, because that was me the first time where I had a chance to to shine a bit or to show a bit my abilities. Mm-hmm. But from in-ring work, for sure, I had like two matches in NXT UK um, against Ilya Dragunov. One was a simple wrestling match, which is so far my favorite wrestling match I had under the WWE umbrella. 
because not only uh, Dragunov is a, is a great uh, opponent, great wrestler, great performer, but also he was the guy who we can work together like every day, even without calling. And the match afterwards was like a, a no disqualification match where we used some foreign objects, which was one of my favorites as well. But mostly the time I had when I competed in NXT UK, because that was more for me what I love to do, like more like the resting part of it. Sanity was good, but insanity uh, sometimes was the part of more like, you know, we sacrifice the art of resting towards the entertainment aspect of it or like the storyline aspect of it. So a lot of times, for example, I remember there was a tag team match between uh, Sanity, Kieran Dane and myself against the Bollywood boys. And I have done anything because it was just to show off Kieran Dane how strong he is. So a lot of empty stuff I had made with Sanity, even if it was a great time. But when I think about my stuff, my ability, I would definitely go to the uh, NXT UK matches where I had the chance to work with those great talents over there. Yeah, if uh, anybody that want to check out this interview wants to check out the matches you're talking about, uh, they were in November of 2019. I'm, I'm, if I have, yeah. I don't have the air date for the second one, the no DQ match, but the the first one was in November. Yeah, somewhere. I think that the air date for the second match was beginning of uh, I think it was December, right? Yeah, it was the last episode before Takeover uh, Blackpool too. Okay. Yeah. So are, are definitely out there. Yeah. Uh, anything else you mentioned, you, you have some other projects going on, anything you want to hit plug right now, or where can we see you next? Do you, do you, you know, do you have any plans set right now that you want to? Uh, so right now the plan is because of visa reasons, uh, or not, not also private reasons. I was trying to move back to Germany, but now I can do it earlier than expected. I will leave the country on January 23rd and then we'll go back to Germany and we'll start uh, pick up work there. Uh, Germany will open up soon again and uh, shows will come in and also a lot of booking requests are in right now. So I have to see which I will take and which I'm not. Also, um, so I want to also stay busy as a trainer because that's my passion with wrestling as well. Not only to compete and just to be good in what I would like to do, but also like to be good and try to teach people to get better, try to teach people to start with wrestling and try to give them the input for, you know, getting up to the next level. So also I will try to work with companies together to, you know, offer seminars or offer like certain kind of advice, which I, you know, which right, with all the knowledge I connect, I collect over the six years, WWE, I want to pass that on want to make the German market a little bit more, you know, better, give them more exposure, uh, work more in Europe. Basically, I never had the chance really just to tour because um, when I got signed in 2015, there was not a lot of independent wrestling. And after that, uh, the independent wrestling in Europe boomed. So I want to kind of like now see uh, that I, you know, have the chance to wrestle for like the, the certain types of promotions who are professional enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's certainly a, a completely different world than when you entered WWE. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next. Um, and again, thanks very much for taking the time today to talk to me. Um, 
you know, I, I wish you the best of luck with the move and with your future career plans. And, you know, thanks for the time again. Have a great afternoon. Yeah. Thank you very much. You too. Right. Bye. Bye.